Hey, 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 welcome to the Beyond the Profi podcast. I am your host, Jasmine Haley, and today's guest is Mary Jensen, who is a registered dental hygienist, certified caregiver, certified dementia care practitioner. She has practiced dental hygiene for 42 years, y'all, including three years in Switzerland. She is the owner of Lifetime Oral Care. She provides weekly oral hygiene care to residents in memory care and assisted living communities. Her expertise is working with residents with dementia and Alzheimer's disease. Along with her passion for the overall health of seniors is her passion for medical mission trips. Mary has completed 18 mission trips, y'all, with Alliance for Smiles, providing dental care on four continents and in nine countries. She has assisted at her county public health department during the COVID testing vaccination sites that they had and is currently an on-call dental hygienist for school programs. She and her husband enjoy camping and most importantly, she will razzle and dazzle y'all on the dance floor. She's a competitive ballroom dancer. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Jasmine. <laughs> oh, it's so great to see you. <laughs> yes. Listen, I when you said that you were okay with being interviewed by me, again, by the way, again, I yeah. said, yes, this is so good. <laughs> because there's so many clinicians and providers, regardless of what their role is, they need to hear your story and they need to see how beautiful your career has been because you are a testimony to the fact that we can create whatever pathway we desire and be fulfilled by it. So I can't wait to dive in. Dive away. Dive away. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm curious to know, you spent 42 years doing dentistry. Right. And were there any periods of burnout for you that you experienced? Oh, of course. You know, I mean, when I, when I worked clinical, we worked, which I loved my schedule and the office that I was at, um, we worked four 10 hour days. So, but I had Fridays off, which was amazing. As you know, you have children when our daughter was little, it was great to have those three day weekends. Um, And certainly when there were afternoons with six kids in a row, you know, you're just like, ah, but I think what (laughs) kept me going through all that was having things outside of dentistry to do. Maybe they related to dentistry, but you have to keep, you can't just have, that's all that you do. You have Mm. to have other, other avenues that make you happy and keep you fulfilled and keep you engaged or keep you learning. And then all of that you can bring back, you know, bring back to the app, I think. Oh, I love that. So what did you do during that period? Well, obviously raising our daughter. And Mm -hmm. um, when she got a little bit older, that's when I started doing the mission work. Now, that was that was built into the fabric of our office because the dentist that I was working for at the time, um, he was a Rotarian and it was a, a rotary organization that, you know, that I did all these trips with. Mm-hmm. So it mm-hmm. was, it was, um, kind of built, like I said, into the fabric of the office because a lot of us volunteered. So it made it easier to, uh, get coverage for the days you might be missing. If you were going on a trip, you covered for so-and-so they covered for you. Yeah, it was, it was, it worked really well. It really, it was great. And yeah, I'm still doing I, it. I'm still doing it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I really absolutely appreciate 
the fact that you stated that we have to have a life outside of our work environment, whatever your work environment is, if you're in corporate, if you're education, like clinical, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. You need to have something outside of that. And that reminds me of the concept of being grounded. Something has to ground, ground you. And for me personally, it's faith. It's my family. Those are things that I'm consistently doing every single week. And when you lose touch of that, you lose touch of really purpose of life, vision, creativity, like all of those things start to suffer. Mm -hmm. I agree. In the interim of that. Yeah, I agree. You have to sometimes take a step back. I think Mm -hmm. sometimes if, if you are experiencing some burnout, look for a small change maybe you could do at the office that you're at. You know, what, what's causing the burnout? Well, maybe I, I can't think of an example off the top of my head, but you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. take, a, take a small bite out of something to make a change, to make it a little more exciting, you know, yeah. just to keep moving forward, but keep engaged in the profession. I think sometimes when you're just solo in a private practice and you're the only hygienist and you're not maybe attending meetings and, and going to continue big continuing education, you know, seminars and conventions, you can kind of lose sight of what else is going on out there. You know, you got to You got to stay up to date. You got to stay engaged with the profession. I, mm-hmm. I, I was a member from the beginning, mm-hmm. still a member. And I like the beginning when I first graduated, I'm still friends with those hygienists that, you know, that were my local component. I'm, we still get together. So find your, find your group, you know, find, yeah. find a group that can help you, um, you know, stay motivated. Yeah. You need community. You have to have community. You can't, you cannot do it alone. You need to be able to say, you know what? Hey, Mary, I'm really struggling right now. It's hard for me handling the the duties that I have to take care of as a wife, as a mother. Do you have any advice? Well, guess what? You lived in, you lived and breathed it all. (laughs) And, and then from there, from your own experiences, I can learn along the way. But again, not having that community, not having that space, that safe mm-hmm. space to, to go to others and be able to, to get the encouragement, the empowerment, have fun at the same time. And you learn from them. Many yeah. times we get into our own little routine and you're like, well, this is the way it's done. This is the way it mm-hmm. should be done. And then you see somebody else doing it a different way. And you're like, oh, let me have some humble pie now because, wow, that's a better idea. I never would have thought of that. So you learn from other people as well. You yeah, always be open to that. Always. Yeah. So where did your shift happen when you started getting into the work with memory care and assisted living communities? Like what brought that on for you? Cause yeah. you had, you're already doing the mission trips and we can kind of talk about that and getting involved with that. Yeah. Um, so later I, on, but how, what was that like? I, you know, I worked clinical. It was like over 30 years at that point, but I was also power of attorney for my aunt who mm. uh, lived in memory care the last eight years of her life. And I saw early on, in her care, in her in her care community, in her memory care community, um, that oral hygiene care just was not being done. And she had mm. beautiful restorative dentistry. I mean, mm-hmm. it was absolutely gorgeous. I mean, she had all of her own natural teeth, and it, they were they were beautifully restored. And at the same time, I I ran into our mutual friend Angie Stone, and shout out was, to Angie. Yeah, hi Angie, <laughs> love you. Um, she was starting this thing about having hygienists go into care communities and providing weekly oral hygiene care. And a light bulb just went on over my head. I'm like, this is what I am meant to do because I felt I knew my way around those communities mm-hmm. really well from being with my aunt 
I had a, I had a heart for this population. I was comfortable. You know how some people say, oh, I could never work with kids or I can, you know, like, no, give me the elders, <laughs> like give, mm-hmm. give them to me. I want them. And uh, yeah, I, I just, you know, started with her, got all the information that I needed, set some things up, talked to a lot of people. I know you know what that's like, Jasmine, you know, I, I didn't know anything about business. What did I know? You know, I was, I was a dental hygienist. So I got in touch with, uh, you know, with an attorney, actually the son of the dentist that I did all the mission trips with. And he's like, oh, Mary, wow. you know, I've, I've, I've got this group, blah, 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 you know, senior networking. I'm like, what, who, what, you know, <laughs> I started net going to networking groups, going to their meetings every month, getting my name in there. Uh, and, you know, eventually started signing clients. So the clients that I sign, it's their family members that are signing, they all have some form of dementia. They're living in a care community. Yeah. And I provide their weekly oral hygiene care. So I go in once a week with my light and my loops and I brush, floss, proxy brush, do what I need to do to keep their mouth as healthy as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and I love, I love doing it. Um, it's, it's, it's been great. I've been doing it nine years, you know, of course, with the COVID interruption, which we are oh. well aware of what that did to everybody. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we, we, we trudged on through and um, when COVID was over and the communities were opening up again and uh, everybody was getting vaccinated and they're like, Mary, come on back, come on back. Cause you know, I was locked out for mm-hmm. what seemed like an eternity. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when I transitioned everything over to um, I already had the LLC, but I transitioned everything over to me. And so now it's, I'm completely the owner and it's my, it's my thing. So um, yeah. yeah, I, I, I love it. I have a real flexible schedule. Um, and yeah, I just, I, I, I like doing what I do. <laughs> I love that. When I was in dental hygiene school, our, we had different externships and one yeah. of them was at the VA hospital and we, I'll never forget this. We went into a room of a, you know, retired vet, as we already know, they retired and in the nursing home, he had a picture up there, handsome. I mean, fine as wine, okay? <laughs> when he was a young man, okay? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. And he had his, you know, military picture there. And we came in. He could, he could not communicate, but yeah. he could grasp our hand. So my friend and I, who she and I are still very my, – she's my best friend. She and I are still friends. We had our light on. We started cleaning his fa- mouth. And for the listeners, let me tell you this. There was so much debris. I'm talking weeks of food. And when we finished cleaning his mouth, he grabbed our hand like in thanks, right? And he couldn't communicate, but he just was so thankful for, for us doing that. Because he had it felt better. Work. It yes. felt better. He had beautiful, I mean, crowns. Mm-hmm. Um, bridges. So you obviously could see that he took very good care mm-hmm. of his mouth. And when I left that room, y'all, I wept mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because we only saw one patient that day. And there was a host of people that are, that were in there mm-hmm. not being cared for orally. Right. Well, I, I said this at the beginning when I started doing this and unfortunately I haven't come to fruition yet, but I'm hoping that at some point in the next five to 10 years that we have a dental hygienist in every single one of these care communities, yes. Provi- even providing the oral hygiene care and plus, yes. you know, like yes. for, the, for the clients that I'm seeing 
Jasmine, it wouldn't be safe to put a scaler in their mouth. I want to make right. that clear. So yes. what's the next best thing? Let's increase the oral hygiene care. Let's do yes. it as thorough as possible. You know, and, and trust me, once a week is better than zero. Exactly. <laughs> you know, zero times exactly. <laughs> at least you're exactly. starting with a clean slate at one point. Yeah. And many of these patients, they have a host of medications. Their, their salivary glands aren't functioning the way that they normally do. Like they need the assistance. So I love that you shared that. And I want people to understand that this is still a viable option for them to have fulfillment for them oh, to consider yeah. that. So I would love for you to kind of share with the listeners, what were some of the shifts you needed to make to, to go in this realm of entrepreneurship with the oral care that you're providing? So one of the, I can distinctly remember this, Jasmine, one of the very first networking meetings that I attended, you know, I had, you know, I had business cards and I had, you know, my name tag and I was dressed professionally. I did have to go buy clothes because, you know, all we had was scrubs, right? <laughs> um, and I, I hadn't really signed a client yet, but here I'm to meet people who also provide a service to the senior population. And a lot of care communities have representatives at these, you know, monthly meetings. And to stand up in front of a group and say, I'm doing something when I haven't really started doing it yet, it, it, it really pushed me out of my comfort zone. But I knew mm -hmm. I could do it. I knew I mm -hmm. had the skill set to do it. I just needed the opportunity to get out there and do it. And um, it, I, I would tell people if, if they were like, well, I want to do that. I want to I try that. I would say, let me tell you one thing. They don't come and ring your doorbell. No, they <laughs> you do have, not. You have, <laughs> they don't show up at your front door and ring the doorbell and say, hi, here's some business for you. You, know? mm -hmm. <laughs> you have to go out and get it. Amen. And, you know, uh, you have to put yourself on the line. You do. You do. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That. It requires boldness. It requires courage. It requires you to understand that you're worthy of doing the work that you have decided to do. Right without getting a pat on the back. Yeah. And it, and uh, it's nothing personal. It's yes. business. And yeah. I had to get past that because I think dental hygienists were very empathetic people. And, yeah. you know, we take mm -hmm. everything, you know, it's a personal and, mm -hmm. and no, it's business. It's, yeah. it's business. I had to, I had to learn that too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm glad you stuck with it and you have continued yeah, to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, there's there's ups and downs, I have to mm -hmm. say, you know, because I'm 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 working with a, a population, they pass away. You know, I, mm. I just I just lost a client Sunday night and you know, it's very difficult. And I had seen this individual, I'm not mentioning names, so I'm not violating anything. Mm -hmm. I've seen this individual since 2018 every week, mm. except during COVID. Yeah, um, obviously. So it's hard because you get to know the individual, but also their family members, because that's that's who I um, communicate with. And speaking of which, after every visit of every client, I email mm -hmm. the family mm -hmm. and I let mm -hmm. them know how it went. And I can't tell you how grateful the families are for that. They love it. Yeah. It's another set of eyes on their loved one. Mm. I just want to highlight for the listeners because, you know, we talk and we share so many different examples of how people think and beyond the profi, but I need y'all to also understand. We talked about courage and boldness, but each of you are a brand or a business, so to speak, even if you don't have a business. And one of the key ways in which we establish word of mouth referrals, opportunities coming your way is by serving with excellence through your customer service. As, as you can see, Mary doesn't have to do that. 
However, oh no, oh not at all. Right. She's creating relationships and with business or with you finding new opportunities in dentistry or outside of dentistry, relationship building is crucial. Right. Serving with excellence is crucial. Right. And that's such a beautiful thing you just stated. And and learn people's names. Mm. I keep a cheat sheet because, you know, I'm in my 60s. So, you know, I, I got to write things down and make my list. You know how we are, right? I need to do that. I need to and do that. So when I go into, you know, so-and-so community or whatever, who's the receptionist? Who? Who's the director of nursing? Who's the who's the director of healthcare? Who's the you know executive director? Who are all these people? I want their names. Mm. So when mm. I walk in, I say, "Hey, Angie. Hey, so and so. Hey, so and so. Hey, so and so." You gotta learn people's names. People like to feel important. Wow, you know? it's just an important thing. If you know somebody's name, they're gonna want to know your name. And what do what you a do? gem! Yeah, what a gem! That's it's a so gem. Easy, but it's so easy. It's so easy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not yeah. hard to do. Just take the yeah. time to do it. So you calling me out. I'm going to do better. I'm going to do better. <laughs> you, you have a lot of people, though, to know their names, though, Jasmine. You oh. a lot, you're spinning a lot of plates. That's all I yeah. can say. <laughs> yeah. Not as much as I used to. But between being in two different industries, there are a lot of names to keep. It's hard. It yeah. is hard. Yeah. It's really, really hard. Yeah, I believe it. So <laughs> let's go into your mission trips. Yeah. Because I think there's something really beautiful about the work that you're doing, it may not be actual administration of oral care. You're maybe supporting mm -hmm. other ways. So just tell them a little bit about what a typical mission trip would be like. What are you specifically doing in that role? Right. So I'm the lead hygienist with Alliance for Smiles. It's a nonprofit that's based in San Francisco, uh, largely rotary funded, rotary international, you know, grant money. And they, uh, go to locations around the world. And the primary focus is cleft lip and cleft palate surgery. So dentistry is like the next most important thing. So it's a, it's a full surgical team. So my role is to provide oral hygiene care, dental cleaning, sealants, silver diming, fluoride, whatever I can do on the kids, on the children, before they have their cleft lip or their cleft palate operated on. You know, if there's a dentist on board on the trip, uh, obviously they're doing, you know, restorative and then, you know, extractions as needed. So the trips are usually two weeks and uh, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work because you're working in a foreign country where you don't understand the language. You always have translators mm -hmm. uh, and you're working with kids that are really scared because, you know, they know they're going to have surgery. But the reward is you can't even you can't even begin to describe it. You gain so much more than you give for sure. Yeah. And I've done yeah. 18 trips. Um and uh, I, I, I love the organization. Their goal is to do the surgery, but also set up treatment centers. So they've set up multiple treatment centers around the world to teach the local surgeons how to do the surgery. You don't know what you don't know. That's true. If nobody, if nobody's ever taught you this in medical school, wherever you went to medical school or, you know, to, for your surgical rotation, if you're a surgeon, you need to learn. So mm -hmm. um, it's a, it's a great organization. Yeah. Last year I was lucky enough to do two. I was in Vietnam. Um, mm -hmm. And then I was also in um, Ecuador. So um, mm -hmm. it's just two, two great trips. And they have a number of trips, you know, planned already for this year, their staffing. So I, I help uh, kind of mentor the team, the dental teams that are going. I really, I really like doing that. Get them ready. So when they hit the ground, you know, they got the systems in place to make it really successful. So. 
I love that. So when someone is interested in getting started, where do they, where do they go? Like, what should they do? Well, they could look, they could contact me directly. My information mm -hmm. would be, I'd be happy to speak to anybody if they're, you know, interested in volunteering, or they could look at the Alliance for Smiles website, allianceforsmiles.org. And there's a whole section there, you know, interested in volunteering, you know, volunteer on a mission mm -hmm. trip. Um, mm -hmm. And there's an application process and, you know, some things that you have to do. So, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, like I said, it's a lot of work, but mm -hmm. it's really, really rewarding. I, yeah. You're not on vacation. No, you're not on vacation. <laughs> and I, I try and make that really clear to people. And the two week trip, I always say, you're gone three weekends. You need to prepare mm -hmm. for that because of travel. And, mm -hmm. uh, and it's not a Monday through Friday. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. You're gone. Mm -hmm. You're gone. Some of the trips have been a week, like the ones to South America have been a week. So, mm -hmm. um, but they've all been great. I've been, I feel very lucky to have done these trips in my, in my career. What would you say are like three of the biggest skills that you've developed from your mission work mm -hmm. and, or, and, or you doing entrepreneurship? Like what, what came up for you? Like what, what were you able to really expand on because okay. you made yeah. the choice to do the work that you do? I would say, I think I've always been like an organized person. I think most hygienists are organized, but really super organized. Like mm -hmm. you have to be really organized. You have to plan ahead. You have to think ahead. You're mm -hmm. not thinking ahead. Oh, one day you're thinking ahead three to five days or three to five months. <laughs> like what, mm -hmm. you know, what do I want to get done this month? Well, I want to get this mailing out to these, to these communities, or I want to do whatever it is, you know, Mm -hmm. um, so mm -hmm. I would say, you know, planning and then being a little more flexible, which I think we all probably have to work on, including myself, <laughs> uh, things don't always go according to plan. So, uh, being ready to maybe pivot, you know, that word pivot, you know, mm -hmm. we, all, we all adopted during COVID, uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> to do something, to do it a different way, to be open to that. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So my next question to you is, uh, what is the last book you read? Oh, the last book I read? Oh, I do so many audibles. <laughs> oh, that's um, fine. Audible counts. <laughs> okay. So the, the audible right now, I had already read it, but now yeah. my husband and I are doing the audible as we drive to the dance studio. We like to listen to an audible. Mm -hmm. It's such a clever book. It's called Remarkably Bright Creatures. Mm. And it's, I know it's going to sound really strange, but it's about an octopus. You have to go with it. You okay. have to go with it. I wish I, wish I remembered the author's <laughs> name off to the top of my head. Remarkably bright creatures. Okay. And it's not, not to give anything away, but it's not humans talking about the octopus being a remarkably bright creature. It's the octopus talking about humans being remarkably bright creatures. I love uh, this. It's a, it's a little, it's a, it's a very, it's a very creative story. So, yeah. I love this. It's so interesting. When you look at my library, probably compared to yours, you can definitely see the season of life that we're both in. I know. I got a few decades on you, Jasmine. Well, this has been awesome. Uh, this has been so lovely being able to reconnect with you and, and to see how you're doing. You have such a beautiful energy and just been such a great example for us in in dentistry. So please let the listeners know 
uh, your website and where they can find you. Sure. You can look at my uh, website, um, lifetimeoralcarellc.com. Um, you can, you can find me that way. You can message me that way. Um, I'm happy to answer any questions for people if they, they have something. And, um, if there's any educators out there, I really, really, really love going to dental hygiene programs and talking about what I've done in my career. I've done it at my local dental hygiene program. So, I'd be happy to do that. And that can be done remotely. So uh, I, I just, I love sharing with hygiene students all that's available in our profession. And it's only growing. Yes. The options are, I mean, when I graduated, it was clinical or teaching, clinical or teaching. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was it. But now, yep. oh my gosh, there's so much more you can do in the profession. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, are, are you still providing continuing education courses? I do sometimes to the CNAs at, at communities. Okay. Um, so okay. it's just, it's, it's usually just like a, a you know, a small group. Um, if the community has invited me to come in um, mm -hmm. and sometimes I'll talk to senior group, to a group of seniors, just about the importance of oral health as they age. Uh, it's enlightening. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. have a lot of really good questions. I just did a, a senior, a senior community a few weeks ago. And these, these ladies, they had some great questions. I yeah, loved yeah. I loved it. Well, I don't know how busy Mary's schedule is, but I'm gonna throw this out here. We've have had her as a speaker as well as a panelist for our events that we were hosting, and she that was provided so much fun. That I know fun. she she was with uh Dorothy Ferreira, who's Ferreira, also yeah. another amazing hygienist. Oh, so if you're interested in having a panel having any type of course i'm sure she'd be open to discussing that absolutely Happy and i think share. that would be wonderful yep it, it was just share. very impactful for people who are looking to do more and try alternative ways to have an impact with oral care so and, and that's so, how you learn is by meeting other people and seeing yes what they're, what they're doing and and to always be supportive mm -hmm. just be mm -hmm. supportive i think mm -hmm. um a lot of times there's a, some negativity in our profession yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just, I stay away from that drama. I just mm -hmm. want to be supportive. And you know, Jasmine, you know, I think the world of you, I think you mm -hmm. are truly a gift to our profession. And um, I was so glad to be a guest. <laughs> I know this is so exciting. It was so great reconnecting with you. And I appreciate you for coming on the show. Yeah. Well, hugs to your daughters. <laughs> Thank you. I know. Listen, I've got a high school and a middle schooler. I cannot believe it. <laughs> In a few years, maybe like another year. No, this year my my eldest will be driving. Like, what is what is going on? What well, is that's going when on? the gray hairs came in. So just so you know, <laughs> <laughs> I've got some here on the side, so it's already happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah, driver said that's what did me in. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again, Mary. All right. Take care. Oh, what a wonderful, wonderful episode. I hope that you all are here listening and listening with feeling encouraged, inspired to know that we can create whatever path we desire. The first person that you need to get that permission from is yourself. And what I really love about Mary's journey, her 42 years, is that she has found multiple different ways to have a fulfilling career, and you can do the same. So if you are in a place where you're interested in providing care for those who are seniors, reach out to reach out to Mary. If you're interested in finding out more about the mission trips, please reach out to her. There's a wealth of knowledge 
that is here in our profession, in our industry. There are people that are willing to support you, point you in the right direction and cheer you on along the way. It is possible for you to have an amazing life and an amazing professional career as long as you continue to think beyond the profi and look for ways to bring your life and uh, profession more joy. All right, y'all. Until next time.